Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you can get podcasts. Welcome into Stacking the Box. He is Josh Hill. I am Matt Verderam, and we're doing things a little bit different this time. YouTube Live for the first time. So, welcome in. If you're new to the show, it's a half hour or so. We'll run everything down that we have to talk about. And, of course, right now in the NFL, the calendar a little bit slow. Free agency's over. The draft is done. But, of course, always something going on in the NFL. And last week, we talked a lot about the Patriots and whether or not their run's kind of coming mm-hmm. to an end. And, and then, you know, who could overtake them? Well, now let's flip the script. On the other side, the Eagles, mm-hmm. of course, actually won the Super Bowl beating New England. Not quite the track record New England has over the last no. 20 years. But do you see Philadelphia as a team that can repeat? Now, no team's done it since the 04 Pats. Yeah. But do you see Philadelphia as a team to be reckoned with again? Or do you see them as a team that kind of regresses to the pack, so to speak? Uh, I think they regressed to the pack, but that's because the pack is caught up to them. So it's not a case where it's like Jacksonville we talked about last week. I think that they're maybe going to take a step back because they got all the way to the FC Championship game. Teams usually don't bounce back that way. I think that you take a look at the Vikings got better, and they were already in the NFC Championship game. You got the, uh, the Rams who got better. Can't count out the Falcons at any point in time. You've got the Packers are getting Aaron Rodgers back. So the NFC is a lot different than the AFC in that there's more there there are more wolves at the table. Whereas the the AFC it's you know it's, it's New England, it's Pittsburgh, it's Kansas City and all that. So to me, I think that it's going to be harder for the Eagles to get back to the Super Bowl than the Patriots, and it's going to be even harder for them to repeat because that just because of the competition that they're going to have to deal with all season. Well. The NFC, if you want to make a comparison, the NFC is kind of like the Western Conference in basketball. Yeah. And the AFC is kind of like the Eastern Conference where you have Tom Brady to the LeBron James, <laughs> and then you just have an absolute tire fire all yeah. the way through the rest of it, right? So the Eagles, the biggest question for me is, we don't know if Carson Wentz is going to play or not early. Yep. Now there's talk that he'll be ready week one, mm-hmm. but who knows? And if he's not, like let's say they feel like he's really going to be 100% week three. Does he come back week three? Do they put mm-hmm. him on the pup list? He's out the first six weeks. There's a lot of intrigue there. Nick Foles, can he play as well as he did in the playoffs? I think the Eagles are really good, but I also agree that the NFC is so stacked oh, yeah. that any little misstep or the schedule getting harder or whatever mm-hmm. you want, like those things are going to bring teams back to the pack. Plus, everybody guns for your new Super Bowl champ. Yeah. I look at Carson Wentz, and I say, to me, that's a big thing. Like, is, Can he maintain the level of play that he had last year before mm-hmm. he got hurt? Because he was an MVP candidate, if not the front runner. Yeah. Question is, can he do that again, or does he take a step back? Maybe you know, working back from that torn ACL. Yeah, I, I think that is the ultimate wild card when it comes to Philadelphia. Yeah, it's tough because Carson Wentz did look so good last year for basically the entire season. Unfortunately, has the ACL injury, but to me, 
it's all going to come down to the coaching staff. Like we talked about it all last year, especially heading into the playoffs. That's why I thought that if the Seahawks got in, they were going to be dangerous because Pete Carroll's that guy where if he gets in, it's whose coach is better. And Doug Peterson pulled the wool over everybody's eyes. Nobody thought that Doug Peterson was the better coach. Dan Quinn's the better coach, you know. Mike Zimmer's the better coach. Bill Belichick's the better coach. And there it was. So to me, and I also wonder how much losing Frank Reich is going to hurt the Eagles offense because you you take a look at – the Falcons, when they, my guy, I always bring him up, but Matt LaFleur, he, he, goes, he goes to Los Angeles with the Rams. Matt Ryan doesn't have another MVP season. Granted, that's hard to bounce back from. But you take a look at what Jared Goff did, that was a completely different offense. So in con- contrast, you got an offense that was working really, really good in Los Angeles with the new young quarterback and an Atlanta offense that at times you kind of questioned whether or not it was going to be able to go deep in the playoffs. And it turns out it lost to Philadelphia. So I wonder how much losing that part of an offensive nucleus is going to hurt Philadelphia and specifically hurt Wentz in his, in his development. And then one thing I don't think we should be worrying about, though, is a quarterback controversy. Everybody's going to be talking about it especially when we get into July and August. Nobody has anybody else, anything else to talk about. It's going to be, oh, Nick Foles, he's going to be the starter. It's going to, it's going to kick up dust. It's not. It's not. No. Don't even start with that. No, no. Look, look Foles is going to play if Wentz isn't healthy, mm-hmm. but otherwise he's going to be on the bench. Yeah. Wentz was the number two overall pick. They traded a fortune to get <laughs> yeah. him. And he was an MVP candidate. Yeah. Nothing against Nick Foles, but let's be real. Nick Foles is not an MVP candidate. No. So, no, absolutely. Foles is the backup there, and he knows that. Maybe after this year, maybe he leaves and he cashes in elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But right now, yeah, for sure. Unless unless Wentz is hurt, yeah, Foles is on the bench. Um, and you bring up Peterson. Look, I think that that kind of speaks to a larger point. Peterson now enters his third year. Mm-hmm. Last year, going into the year, a lot of people there was a lot of criticism. Michael Lombardi of the Ringer, the former NFL GM, actually said that he thought he was the most unqualified coach in NFL <laughs> history. It was and that's solid not, prediction. And, yeah. and that's even not the mock Lombardi, but it just it was like. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of question marks about him going mm-hmm. in. There was talk that maybe he doesn't have the team, the, the pulse of the team, yeah. that they really respected Jim Schwartz. Well, as it turns out, it worked out to, It worked out okay. Mm-hmm. And that whole team is coming back. You know, they had some cap issues going into the offseason. A lot of people thought they might lose some guys. They really didn't. They were able to keep Nigel Bradham. They added yep. Holodinata. They had a draft where they bring in guys like Josh Sweat, who's going to mm-hmm. add to that pass rush even more so mm-hmm. for some long stuff. So the Eagles – Really were able to keep out of the guys. They trade away Torrey Smith, who was a hood ornament. Yep. The only problem with that is they got Daryl Worley, who then got in trouble with the cops and is yeah. now on the Raiders. But they did end up getting rid of Torrey <laughs> Smith, so you save $5 million there. It, it all brings back, though, to the NFC, and I agree with your take. Like It's not that I think the Eagles are going to come back to the Packers are not good. I, mm-hmm. Obviously, they won the Super Bowl. I think they are good. Can they be a one seed again, though? Like, now you're playing a number a first-place mm-hmm. schedule where the year prior to that, I believe they were playing a last-place schedule. Mm-hmm. That matters. In addition to that, like we said, everybody's gunning for you, and that conference is stacked. Yeah. Like if they were in the AFC, I'd say they're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. The NFC, Green Bay, Minnesota, the Rams, the Falcons, the Saints, you want to throw the Panthers in there, mm-hmm. Dallas might be better. Like, it's a lot of teams yep. who are coming for you. So, as far as the biggest challenger for the Eagles – who do you think that that would be? Because for me, I think everybody's going to point to Los Angeles because the Rams got so much better. Right. But speaking of the Eagles, remember when they threw together that dream team so many years ago? It was supposed to be great. They got all of these high-priced free agents. They made all the right moves. And then it did nothing. So I'm going to have to see the Rams. We've talked about this before. I'm going to have to see them perform a little bit on the field before I go and say, oh, yeah, this is the biggest challenger. To me, I think the biggest challenger is Minnesota. 
I think that NFC Championship game was a fluke. I think we were waiting for the other shoe to drop with Case Keenum, and it finally did. He looked terrible in that game. Somehow Mike Zimmer's defense didn't work. I think they were just outmatched. You take, we talked about the Saints being able to adjust on the fly last year, and that's why they were so good. And Mike Zimmer's able to do that too. I think if, you know, he, if he gets another shot at the Eagles, especially if it's in a big spot like that in the NFC Championship game, it's going to be a very different outcome. Kirk Cousins aside, the defense got better. I mean, they drafted a cornerback in the first round. They are hungry to get after the Eagles. So I think that the Vikings are the biggest challenger to Philadelphia. I think the Vikings, top to bottom, are the best roster in football. Mm-hmm. Because you have Cousins now on that team. I think that was the one yeah. big weakness. Cook is coming back off the ACL. If he right, can come back, yeah. you got him. You've got Diggs and Thielen on the outside. Rudolph a tight end. And we know that defense is tremendous. Add Sheldon Richardson mm-hmm. to it. I think, though, if, if you're asking me overall, like, who I think could usurp them for the number one seed, that's probably who I would take. Yeah. If you're asking me in, in, a, in a playoff game who I think are the biggest problems, I actually have two teams, and they both come from the same division. I think the Saints and the Falcons would be the hardest matchup for them. The Falcons almost beat them in the playoffs in the divisional round, except for what was a disaster at the goal line by Atlanta. (laughs) I I still don't know what that was all about. Oh, Steve Sarkeesian. And that's the question. Like, to me, we were just talking about coaching. Yep. The Falcons, they add Calvin Ridley this Mm -hmm. offseason. Like, no, they got some weaknesses. They could use better help at guard, which scares me against Philly. Yeah. That's a nightmare. But Atlanta's offense can can match up with anybody personnel-wise. But Sarkeesian – is not Kyle Shanahan, and that showed up big time last year. Like, do the Falcons stop themselves? That's my concern with them. Mm-hmm. We talked all last year, both of us, we both felt the Saints were the best team in the league. I love the Saints yep. personnel-wise, and I think the Saints have a really good offensive line. They can somewhat neutralize what Philly's doing. I don't want to take it away from the Eagles. If not for that miracle in Minneapolis, I think the Saints would have gone to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I still think the Saints are the biggest problem as long as Breeze can hold off father time. Yeah. Because they have a good defense, finally. Mm-hmm. Their offense is multiple. They can do a lot of different things. So I like the Saints quite a bit. I think they are the, still the biggest matchup problem. And, and as far as, I guess to wrap up, I think Breeze is better than Cousins. Yeah. And so in a, oh, in, yeah. in a one-game situation, they scare me more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Vikings are the best team in terms of challenging them for the top seed. Yeah, what about the Packers? Because, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he gets hurt last season, and they, we, they're almost an afterthought. That's Because that's what happens when you have Mike McCarthy as your head coach. That's what happens when you have Brett Hundley. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I mean. That's what happens. I've had plenty to say during the season about my disdain for, for Mike McCarthy and wasting Aaron Rodgers' best years, but we'll see if that can change. But he's coming back. You know, we talk about teams that the Rams got all these free agent additions. They made all these trades. They got all these guys. The Packers... They improved by just getting a guy back from injury. Yep. That Panthers game, I think it was a fluke. He wasn't healthy. They tried to rush it back to see if he's, they were going to get in the playoffs. But even then, we said that if the Packers get in, they're a dangerous team with Aaron Rodgers. And now he's going to have that motivation. Now he's going to want to go out and kind of prove people wrong, not only with all the things that have happened with the Vikings, but now he's got three or four different stones that he's got to jump over. I would be very nervous if I was Philadelphia and I saw Aaron Rodgers come in. Either they go to Lambeau or, or uh, Aaron Rodgers has to come to Philly. That's a tough match for me just because you never know what's going to happen. No, and you know you bring up a good point. Look, with Rodgers, again, playoffs in the NFL, it's mm-hmm. one game, not seven. So yep. Rodgers could have a game where he just tortures you. And if there's one question you do have with Philly, it is that secondary. You know, they have good safeties, but the corners are not great. Uh, and so you worry about that. The problem I have with the Packers – is 
I feel like they've done a bad job building that team around Rodgers over the years, yeah. like at least recently anyway. Look, they, they added a lot of defensive help. I love in the draft that they added Jair Alexander and, and, and Josh Jackson. Yeah. But they're still rookies, and you don't know what you're going to get. And I don't know about the pass rush because Clay Matthews is on the back nine, mm-hmm. maybe even on the last couple of holes. My biggest problem with them is their offensive line. Rodgers has had to run for his life somewhat the last couple of years. Yeah. Okay, the tackles are all right. Bakhtiari is a very good player. Balaga is good. But the interior is a problem. And against the Eagles, that's a problem. It's deadly. They can't run the ball. The Packers can never run the ball. So they end up in third and eight all the time. Mm-hmm. And against that team, that's a nightmare. They will come out. So I, I wouldn't – listen, if they ever play him in the playoffs, I'm not counting them out. Because no. Rodgers could just have a game where he throws for 450 yards. And he, I mean, that's just yeah. the way the league's set up now. But I think the Vikings are a bigger threat. I think the Saints are a bigger threat. I think the Falcons are a bigger threat. The Rams we lightly touched on. Mm-hmm. The Rams are like – the Rams could be unbelievable. They could also not make the playoffs. Yeah, It's a lot to put together. I will say this, though. I'd love to see the Rams and Eagles with those two defenses play each other in a playoff mm-hmm. game. That's a lot That's of throwback. talent. That's old school. Number one and two, Goff and Wentz going yep. against each other. That would be nuts. But I, I, I will take the Falcons and Saints in a playoff game, head-to-head, as the bigger threats. Is there a team? Because the, the Eagles came out of nowhere last year. We yep. were sitting here doing this podcast in the offseason, and we were saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be Green Bay and New England in the Super Bowl. Maybe the Vikings will figure things out. The Eagles weren't on anybody's radar, let alone Nick Foles winning Super Bowl no. MVP. <laughs> so is there a team right now that you want to get in early and say – hey, maybe they're going to be a team that's not going to be the Eagles of next year because I hate when people say they're going to yeah. be the X team of next year. But do you see a team that could be a dark horse challenger that we're not talking about where it comes around and we're in October, November, all of a sudden it's like, oh, we should have talked about them a little bit more in the offseason. I'll throw a name out there, but i got to give credit first. When we first started this podcast last July, one of the first guests we ever had on it was Marcus Moser, who yep. does a lot of freelance stuff for us, does a great job, and he typically covers the Cowboys. He – said to me on this podcast that he thought the Eagles were going to be great last year. And yeah. I remember saying to him, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I think you're a little bit over. Yeah. So I was like, no, they're going to be good. They won Super Bowl, so credit to Marcus. But if I had to pick one team, <laughs> history says not to pick this team. Right? <laughs> but I think the Lions have the talent Ooh, to be okay. dangerous. Yeah, okay. They have a couple barriers out of entry. One is the, the division's very tough. Yeah. Packers and Vikings, we talked a lot about. And I think the Bears are going to be better than people think. Like, the Bears could be last year's Rams. Okay. You know, Trubisky that second year, getting out from under John Fox. He's got Matt Nagy now, mm-hmm. very offensive-minded young head coach. They've got some weapons around them. I could see the Bears being pretty good. Yeah. But the Lions, look, Stafford, to me, is one of the most underrated players in the league. He's very good. They've got receivers. They have a good offensive line. Patricia is the X factor. And of course, he's got all this stuff going on right yeah. now with, with all you know, sexual assault charges that mm-hmm. were dropped. But that, putting that aside for a moment mm-hmm. and just talking on the field, like the Lions have talent. Yeah. You know, even defensively, like Glover Quinn is a good player. Jared Davis is a nice looking kid last year. They've got Ziggy Ansah. Like, this is a team, Darius Slay, this is a team that can play, but they've won one playoff game since 1957. Yeah. Like, that holds you back a little bit from being like, I think the Lions are going to go to the Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. So, I do think, though, if we're looking at a dark horse in the NFC, they have the talent that if, if Patricia's a good coach and they put it together, I could see them being a threat. I don't know how much of a dark horse this is, but I think that we're going to be talking more. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. 
With cord out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. About San Francisco. As a season, everybody's talking about the Rams being the NFC West team that's going to come out and challenge Philadelphia, rightfully so, because that defense, like you said, can either be exceptionally good or it's going to be a crash and burn failure. But I think that with Kyle, what Kyle Shanahan's doing out there in San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo, and they're putting together a nice team, they drafted well, they didn't make dumb decisions in free agency. I don't know if they're going to be a challenger in the same way as the Vikings are going to be for the Eagles, but I could see this being like, you talk about last year's Rams, I could see you know Philadelphia and San Francisco meeting up in the playoffs, and that's not a game where you're sure where you're going to put your money if you're betting on it. So I don't know. That's San Francisco. It's it's there. People are talking. They're buzzy, so it's not a yeah. real dark horse. But I don't think that we're giving them enough credit yet. Maybe it's too early in the offseason. We didn't talk about the Panthers. Maybe the Panthers. Uh, you know, I just I know both of us kind of from the same wavelength. I just I don't. I'm not a huge Cam no. guy. I'm just not. Foscoy to Chris out for the year. He does a lot for them. I. I don't know. I just think the Panthers are always missing like that one other guy. Yeah. Like I think I think Newton's a great talent, but he's an average thrower of the ball in terms yeah. of his accuracy. And I, they just—it's like they never endeavor to put somebody else. Like I know DJ Moore, hey, we'll see, right? But like, I got to see DJ Moore go out and be a good player. Yeah. I got to see Devin Funches finally be the guy where everybody thinks he can be. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a lot of teams. The NFC. There's only a few teams you really look at and say that team's just no good. I mean, I'll say look. I'll say it. If you're Bucks, if, if Winston can stop turning the ball over, you guys have a ton of talent. But it's just he's got to do it. Putting the pieces. You know, together. I've got to see it. But look, you know what? If you run down last week, we did the Super Bowl odds for all the AFC teams. Yep. We picked, you know, maybe some teams we thought their odds were, were good. We we would take a shot on them if we were betting, which by the way, we can now. We can. Because it, it has been federally <laughs> decreed legal. So hey. Maybe you want to throw down a bet or two uh, if, if that's uh, your, your game. But, look, the Eagles are the favorites to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as far as an NFC team. The Pats are the yeah. overall favorite. The Eagles are 8.5 to 1, okay? The Rams are 9 to 1. Vikings 12 to 1. Packers 14 to 1. Saints 18 to 1. Falcons 22 yep. to 1 as an odd shark. Uh, yeah. So, uh, those numbers, of course, are a little different everywhere you go, but odd shark has it at that. So, out of those numbers, which team, if you had $100 and somebody said you have to bet on them, which way would you go? Uh, I mean, the Packers 14-1 to 1 seems like safe money right there just because of what we talked about. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. The defense is shaky. It makes you really nervous. I don't know about that cornerback situation. But the Packers, to me, if I had 100 bucks and I was like, look, I can burn this. I don't have to worry about it. If I don't never see it ever again, I'm putting my money on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers just because – it's that's the safest bet among all these guys. The the Saints are a very close second though. Yeah. Just because of what we saw last year. Here here's the thing for me. When I think about betting money, I look into the eyes of all those head coaches. <laughs> okay. I'm confident in McVeigh, although I I think that team there's a lot of questions in yeah. terms of how much they can mold it. I I love even though he man's had an eye patch on for quite some time, Zimmer. It's hardcore. I, if I look into one <laughs> eye, I still like what I see, yeah. right? Like I like Dan Quinn. Yeah. Sean Payton, listen, he's had his ups and downs there, but I like what he does. I think he's a really good head coach. When I look at Mark, excuse me, when I look at Mike McCarthy, I see fear. <laughs> like, I, sure I see utter unabridged fear. Like, I would take the Saints. I don't want to keep you know harping on them, but at 18 to 1, I feel like that's a great bet. Yeah. Like, 
They are a very good team. The only question for me with the Saints, Breeze is not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And as you keep approaching 40 here, like at some point, I don't care how great you are, the yeah. wheels are coming off. And if he gets hurt even for a Ooh. month, good night. Okay? Because they will stack the box mm-hmm. on him. Hey, stack, they, will, they will stack <laughs> the box on him. And that is it. It'll, it'll yeah. be the end. Uh, but I like their odds. Uh, and then I would, if I had to pick a second, I'd take Minnesota. Yeah. Minnesota's just... We talked about history with the Lions, right? Like, Vikings fans, we were in this office, and you're from Minnesota. Yeah. Like, we, we were in this office watching that Stephon Diggs touchdown, and we were just blown away. It never happened to Mm-mm. Minnesota fans, ever. Never. It couldn't have happened to a, a group of fans who were more tormented. And everybody said, oh, that's it. They're going to go play the, the Eagles and backup quarterback Nick Foles. They're going to win this game. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to host the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. At that point, we thought it might have been against Blake Bortles, too. Yeah. And it really almost and, – and, and don't forget, too, that game, the AFC game, was first on the, the Sunday. The game, yeah. So you're sitting there going, oh, my God, the Vikings are going to host Blake Bortles in this – and then Bortles blows it, and the Vikings just get obliterated out of the building. Keenum plays off when it's over. So history says, like, don't do it. Like, everybody thinks the Vikings are going to go to the Super Bowl this year, which means they're mm-hmm. going to go 6-10. But if I had to take a second team, I would I would take Minnesota. I just I really like what they've built there. Kirk Cousins is going to throw a bunch of interceptions this year. He's going to get hurt. He's not going to earn any of his here guaranteed. Come, here comes Trevor Simeon. Oh God, no! I, I, as someone who follows Kansas City closely, uh, believe me, I've seen plenty of the <laughs> Trevor Simeon experience. And if that comes to light, it's over. Yeah. There's no there's no dreams of a Super Bowl Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Especially against a defense like Phillies. Although we did say that about Case Keenum. Although this is they're very different quarterbacks, but the same things were said. We were like, if, <laughs> if Sam Bradford gets hurt, it's good night. And at that point, they were invested fully in Sam Bradford. True. So well, it also stands to reason though. Case Keenum just replaced Trevor Simeon. It's true. <laughs> okay, and they jettisoned Simeon for a seventh round pick. They couldn't get rid of him fast enough. So he also got benched for Brock Osweiler. It's true. That's a shame. That's very, very true. The last thing I have to say about this is with the Falcons, you're talking about head coaches and looking in their eyes. When is Dan Quinn going to finally become a head coach? Because in the Super Bowl, it's Kyle Shanahan's fault that they didn't beat the Patriots. And in that playoff game against the Eagles, it was Steve Sarkeesian's bad play calling that they didn't win. At what point is Dan Quinn just going to step up and say, look, I'm the head coach, I'm running the team this way, and stop being like, it's this guy's fault. And not even passing the blame, but in those big moments, in the Super Bowl, you're deferring to somebody else. No, you're the head. Do you ever think that Bill Belichick is deferring to Matt Patricia? No. He didn't even replace Matt Patricia. They don't have a defensive coordinator right now. (laughs) That's how meaningless he thinks that the people around him are. So to me... The Falcons, it comes down to Matt Ryan and how well he can run that offense. And we've seen it run. It can hum really, really good with Julio Jones. And like you said, Calvin Ridley's there. Those running backs are very good. The offensive line is solid. But Dan Quinn, if they are in a big spot, that's twice now that he's failed to step up and make a call, to step up and be the guy, to be the head coach. So I I agree with you fully on Mike McCarthy. I've written pieces about it. I have a deep hatred of that man, (laughs) both because it's a Minnesota thing and because he's lost me a lot of bets. But Dan Quinn is a very close second there because he's been in those big spots, and hes I don't know if he's flinched, if he's chickened out. I don't know what's going on there, but to me, Dan Quinn needs to prove himself. I'll give you, and I'll end it on this, and I agree with you to a large degree. I will give you one of the sleeper team that if it happens, mm-hmm. we're running this back, okay? <laughs> the Giants are a hell of a lot better than that team was last year. Ooh. You want to talk about a coach with a fear yeah. in his eyes? Ben McAdoo was an atrocity, <laughs> okay? 
And Pat Sherman, people go, oh, he was 10 and 22 in Cleveland. It's he was Cleveland. 10 and 22 in Cleveland. They should name the Super Bowl trophy after him and scrub <laughs> Lombardi's name off of it. Okay, so they have Barkley, yep. Beckham, Shepard, Manning. I know oh. he's, he's not as good, but he's still good. They have Evan Ingram. Upgraded they finally the helped the offensive line, line with, yeah. with Will Hernandez and Solder. That defense was number one in the league two years ago. Like yep. That team... Everybody just overlooks them because they're three and thirteen. Look, the NFL is a year-to-year league more than it's ever been. Yeah, that team, if Shermer's the right guy for the job, and it has to be proven, granted, they are a lot better than people realize. Yeah, they could be good. They could be. I would bet on them to win that division before I bet on Dallas or Washington. That's yeah, I do that too. That's that's a safe bet. Because Dallas, I'm sorry, like again, and this is to finish off the theme. Fear in the eyes, Jason Garrett. <laughs> there is just a comatose look every time you watch him. Yeah. And listen, I live the Alex Smith experience, and Alex Smith is better than a lot of people think he is, but he needs help around him. Mm-hmm. They don't have near enough in Washington. No. So I'll take the Giants and the Lions as a sleeper's bet. You'll take your Niners. We'll see how that plays out. We both, though, you like the pack on the, on the betting odds to overtake the Eagles if you had mm-hmm. to pick one. I will take the Saints. Uh, but that is it. For stacking the box this week, of course, we'll be back next week, Monday afternoon, as we always are. And, of course, you can listen on iTunes. Please go and subscribe there if you haven't already. Give us a like. Give us a, a, a following. And, of course, give us a rating. What the heck? Give us a comment. Uh, and check out Fansided all the time for both Josh's work, myself, our entire staff. Uh, and a quick shout-out to Fanatics, who, of course, great partner as always. Mm-hmm. Go to fansided.fanatics.com. Any gear you want, put in the code FANSIDED. Yep. Get 20% off of shipping. It's a great deal. Um, so, that all being said, for Josh Hill, I am Matt Verderam. Thank you so much for watching or listening, and we will see you again next week. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents.